Welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast. I'm your co-host, Cicely. I'm your host, Hayden. Today we're talking about Killer Sofa. This was a tough one. Killer Sofa. Uh, it came out in 2019. It's an hour and 21 minutes. It's a, it got a 3.7 out of 10. And there's no rating. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's about a killer reclining chair that becomes enchanted by a girl and starts committing crimes of passion. Crimes of passion. Short and sweet. Go ahead. And the question, or the answer to the question, what 1971 film features a group of killer rats that are led by a man seeking revenge on those who have wronged him? It's called Willard. Danielle should have got that one. That's her last name. Yeah, lol. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you got that one, good job. Um, for the, We'll read the next one later, so put it on the Facebook. But uh, let's start talking about this uh, tough watch of a movie tough watch for sure it was hard to watch i cringed a lot i I actually found one that i dislike more than rubber really this was bad i mean okay the death curse of tartu or whatever was like a worse movie period but rubber had like a good production value like the the shots were good and yeah. whatnot it was just the stupidest movie i've ever seen this somehow beat that i didn't think it was possible like it was the exact same almost it was an ana- inanimate object with good shots and production <laughs> yeah. rough acting and it was just insanely stupid so i guess let's get into this the the weird opening with that seance guy seemed a little nece- unnecessary <laughs> yeah he was just like talking gibberish to ho ho hey yo hey yo. Yeah. <laughs> just that was unnecessary. We didn't I was like, what is going on? It was like on? a three second shot of this dude just like saying random stuff into the air and shaking his hand and like grunting and like it told us nothing, so was it really necessary is the question. But then you know, it I guess it explains who he was later, but it's still I don't understand what the beginning three seconds of him were for didn't make much sense and then there was that the the people go into the creepy storage unit randomly they're just like oh let's let's go into this storage unit and take this uh recliner chair for some reason and they never explained like why they went to that specific place for that specific chair it was meant to be his fate apparently but like they could have at least said like, "Oh, this store we bought this storage unit and we're emptying it out, and we saw a chair, so we sold it to a girl or yeah. something." But they never said. Just randomly, they delivered this chair to her. No and one it, explained when why. When they were moving it out of the truck, do you have that on your list? What? When they were moving the chair. And the old guy. Like sliced her hand open. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, they, the chair just, like, as they were trying to pick up the chair, it just, like, nearly cuts her fingers off. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? 
I'm already. afraid to move chairs. <laughs> you know, I mean, it definitely hurts. You know, I've had my fingers crushed in there before, but like... Hers were like sliced open. Yeah. It was obviously intentional, but like... I mean, he is a murderer. Yeah. But, yeah, like it never explained what the hell that was about. And we got the first glimpse of this killer sofa... That wasn't even a sofa. It was a recliner. It was a... It was a... Rec- it, oh, my God. It wasn't even a sofa. It was a recliner, yeah. Wow. And... It just... It, like, the buttons were its eyes and... That was the worst part. The crease was, like, its mouth and... The buttons as the eyeballs was the worst part. Yeah, it was. It was just so incredibly weird. But whatever. So... There's the weird dancing part. That guy yeah. singing and she was just randomly dancing. What the hell was that? I don't know. I can't explain that one. But the part I want to talk about is the fact that they stopped dancing and the homicide detectives show up and there's just this giant bad acting struggle. Because I feel like at the beginning of the movie, Francesca... And Gravy both were kind of bad at acting at the beginning, and they slowly got better. Uh-huh. And then Francesca got worse, if that makes sense. Like, by the end of the movie, I didn't really care for her acting once again. Yeah, me either. It was, like, right at the end, she got kind of worse again. And it wasn't like she was, like, an awful actor or anything. That, that mover wasn't great. Mm-mm. He just, I don't know... I don't know. That mover who moved the recliner initially, the friend of the girl who got her fingers halfway chopped off. He was dumb. He was awful. <laughs> and I don't think they're going to hire like amazing like Johnny Depp or anything for or killer yeah. sofa. No, but he you know that was rough. Yeah, I agree. And then the guy puts his hands, the rabbi dude puts his hands on the so the recliner killer sofa and he has a vision of this chick running away with little information of what the hell that is you know but he was just i guess he has like some gift or something and he passes out yeah so okay so i was like oh okay this is pretty cool of him getting the vision or whatever but then he was in the vision He's just like, Wait, what am I doing here? <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing. You're listening to the audio of this, but like the way he was acting in that moment, he was just like creeping around. Yeah, it was like not great. He was pretty good otherwise. For some reason, the boyfriend who's in it for like two minutes was the best actor. TJ? Yeah. He was weirdly the best actor in the movie, and he was in it I for two minutes. I don't know why minutes. he wasn't like in the movie more yeah he was the better actor but yeah so we get a little bit of information of what's going on with the sofa recliner but then he tells the story to his girlfriend and and she said oh you have your dad's gift or the gift well that's kind of ominous if you ask yeah me. what like, gift what gift talking to so like so me and the sofa have a relationship <laughs> yeah gift? like what the hell does this mean and uh 
they didn't talk about what she was talking about yet, right? It was like later in the movie they talked yeah. about his father. Yeah, I thought so. But uh, yeah, she was like, "You have the gift." What gift? What gift? What does this mean? Yeah. And like they just didn't talk about it for like half the movie. And then I want to talk about the fact that the sofa was in the window looking at the friend uh, Maxie. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, that was a weird little shot. It yeah. was like two seconds. The sofa's in the window. Yeah. And like she looks away and looks back up and it's gone. Okay, maybe she was seeing things for like five seconds, but like. Was she? Was she? <laughs> uh, then comes the weird part. She, uh, I have written down, she really likes the sofa. Yeah. She's like rubbing on the sofa. And I think that was a dream. It was. It ended up being a dream. But like, she's just like rubbing on the sofa and yeah, she's loving up on it. Yeah, she's a little too friendly with the sofa. Yeah. Especially. That made me uncomfortable. Especially when we find out later what happens. We'll yeah. Get, we'll get there. But yeah, she really likes this sofa. Yeah. And then we find out it was just a dream, but still. Like, that's still weird either way. So weird. And then the crime scene pictures was actually probably the best part of the movie. They're talking about the, the crime scene. Like, from, you know, a long time ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it was that dude talking about the Dybbuk or whatever. Uh, wasn't it you were showing like crime scene photos of the dolls and shit that was probably the coolest scene in the movie yeah to be honest probably all the scenes with that guy who was like if you see if you come in contact with the dybbuk blah 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 that guy the bald guy yeah he was probably the only good part of this movie <laughs> but th that was like the cool part of the movie it was like showing crime scene photos of the, and we learn, like, what actually happened to mm -hmm. the chick that Rabbi saw in the dream or whatever. And then, in his second minute of screen time, the sofa attacks TJ. Which was pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah. It slams... The st stove door was open... Why didn't he shut the stove yet? The pizza was How in. How do you let a sofa do this to you? <laughs> I know. Didn't he notice it was getting closer? But, like, he was making a pizza, and the sofa kept, like, creeping closer every time he would turn around. But it's the fact that it slams his legs into the, so the, the stove door so hard, it, like, cuts his legs open and is bleeding. And then, like, a, a weird hook comes out from uh -huh. underneath. What exactly happened that he ended up not being able to walk? Maybe I don't... he got his, uh... Achilles or yeah. something? But, like, it didn't explain it. It shoved his I shins... I think they're just leaving it up to our imagination. I guess. It shoved his shins into a stove door to cut him don't get me wrong that's gonna hurt like hell but i don't know if you know i need two canes and giant casts on my legs from a couple cuts on my shins yeah but it didn't explain like exactly how he was hurt but he was staying at his mom's and i have written down injured son question mark meditate with headphones on <laughs> 
he's yelling for her. Yeah. Because he needs water. And she's just like, I'm, I'm in space right now with these headphones That's on how you listening do it. to my laptop while my injured sons in the next room might be calling for me. No worries. I, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Oh, but you're you're nice and zen. Your your son's in the next room in pain, dying in there. And, you know, eventually dies. But the next scene is that there's more visions and more detail. The next interesting scene, I should say, is that the rabbi ends up remembering and like his girlfriend does like this seance thing to make him remember. And we get more detail, which was kind of cool to see. It was like, it watched her run, and like this dude was chasing her, and he and she saw this other girl, and she slit her own throat, which was interesting. It just seemed like, why? You know, mm-hmm. why? Why was she running? Why was he chasing her? And why did she kill herself? She could have got away. I think. Yeah, I don't think that was necessary i don't think so either but it is what it is and then francesca's having more dreams of the guy breaking in sniffing her underwear yeah like what the hell what was that about what was that that was weird that also creeped me out and like she woke up and like didn't isn't that when she saw the sofa move or something I think so. I'm pretty sure that was. I, I, I'm I trying to forget this movie, but trying to remember <laughs> it for this episode. But Oh, yeah. The chair watches her leave out the window again. That's when she looks up and sees it in the window again. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, it watches her leave. Once again, it's in the window staring down with its weird Imagine sofa face. Imagine your couch just looking out at you yeah like, be like oh, not only that just imagine yeah. your couch like killing yeah <laughs> just get rid of it yeah throw it out the window yeah it's not that hard um but ralph was weird uh-huh incredibly weird mm-hmm. so ralph shows up it's this guy who we find out later in the movie why but he's like obsessed with her yeah and he shows up and is like, have you thought about that question I asked you? In the weirdest... Creep! Just, in the weirdest fucking way possible. He, did you think about marrying me yet? Like, can we get married? Like, I love you. I'd punch him in the face. But no, he's just like, did you think about that question yet? <laughs> Stop. I'm like, what the fuck? This dude's fucking Could you weird. imagine if somebody came up to you and did that? I'd be I'd like, oh my god. punch him right God. in the face. I don't know how she was so calm. Straight in the nose break his nose get the fuck out of here straighten the nose dude but he breaks into her apartment when she leaves to go to the police station because that's that's when they find out her boyfriend died yeah and didn't tell her yet so he breaks in ralph has fucking cameras in her apartment he's changing the batteries yeah what the this dude's fucking weird and that's every woman's nightmare. Every woman's nightmare. And then he's, like, on the bed, like, humping a hat and a bra. <laughs> that was... The, that was... I hated that part. What was that? He puts he puts a hat on the bed in the shape of a vagina. 
And then a bra on the bed gets under the cover. He gets on his hands and his elbows and his knees like a little kid. He didn't even like lay on the bed. He like got on his knees and his elbows and like put the blanket over top of him. It was like jumping on the bed. And then he was saying her name. Like, you are Francesca. Yeah. I was like, stop. This is fucking weird, dude. I was like, please. Actually, that was the one time I was like, come on, Sofa. Yeah, like, please kill Get this it. guy. Get this guy. Yeah. And it was just, like, weird. He wasn't even, like, humping the bed. He was jumping on the bed. This dude was weird. Yeah. So, yeah, he dies, and I didn't care about that part. Me either. But then they get to the motel because they think someone's trying to kill her. Which, okay, is fair. I wouldn't expect a recliner at first either, you know? Yeah. It's not like, oh, my couch is evil. That's the first person I think's killing people. Yeah, that's never who you would suspect first. No. But, Francesca at the motel was like, is the recliner okay? Bitch, why wouldn't it be? It's a chair. You know? <laughs> like, who thinks of that question in any situation? Like, she didn't know it was, like, evil quite yet, I don't think. But, like, she was like, is the recliner okay? Why wouldn't it be? Explain explain why you think it's not okay. And then... The, okay, so this is where she finally sees the chair. She walks out in the living room because she heard a noise. Uh-huh. And the chair turns towards her. You caught me. And she screams. And she runs away or something. Oh, wait, wait, no. It was Maxie. Maxie saw the chair turn. No, Maxie saw the chair throw Ralph off the balcony. Yeah. And apparently Ralph is Maxie's cousin. (laughs) Which is fucking weird. And uh, the chair, as she was slowly backing out, she stepped on a clothespin. Which always seems to be something to make noise when the killer's doing something a person always backing up slowly after seeing something they shouldn't have always seems to hit something to make noise you could probably threaten that sofa with like a screwdriver probably who who the fuck knows like I'm gonna take you apart listen none of this movie made sense so but the chair ended up seeing her so the chair like chases her or whatever and uh she has to jump out the window and lands in the the garbage can you think she's dead oh yeah lands in the garbage that can. was weird that part was weird like how did how did that happen anyway yeah. we'll get to that part second so the cops found the body of ralph yep didn't even look for Maxie. just like quit looking for Maxie. Even though, like, that's who they went looking for there. And heard her phone and everything. hmm And somehow Ralph's body was under a tarp when he got thrown off the balcony. I don't know. That part doesn't make sense to me. But they found the body. And uh, Francesca ran away. So we got the story about Valerie and Gerard, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, they're lovers, and she's a witch, and, you know, they tried to kill her for being a witch, blah, 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 and and I don't know if, like, that was 
Salem witch trials era or what that was. Yeah, or... I don't know what that was either. Good talk. But then Francesca was like, oh, Valerie, blah, 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 whatever. That's my great grand or the girl who saw her kill herself. Uh -huh. Like, oh, that's my great grandma. Oh, so that just is ironic, isn't it? Yeah. It just so happens to be what your grandmother. What are the odds? But I guess it attached to that girl's body who saw her kill herself, which, okay, whatever. That's not the craziest thing about this movie. Not at all. And then the rabbi and Francesca are trying to make the Dybbuk boxes to catch the Dybbuk spirit and burn it, kill it, whatever. He starts having heart or pain, chest pain or whatever. And he's like reaching for his pill bottle. Mm -hmm. She grabs the fucking box. Doesn't even acknowledge yeah. the pill bottle sitting there. She's like, oh, oh, the box. Okay, I'll go get help. What? Dummy. Grab the fucking pills. And then his girlfriend, Ashanti or whatever, comes in and is like, Jack, are you okay? Like, no, bitch, I'm not okay. Yeah. Still reaching for the pills. <laughs> and she Somebody doesn't even... Somebody hand me the fucking pills. She still doesn't even hand him the pills. And she should know they're dating. She should know that he's yeah. taking the pills for his chest pain. Idiot. So she picks him up and puts him on the couch or whatever. And he's still reaching for the fucking pills that no one has handed him yet. It's like, we need an ambulance. Just hand him the fucking pills. Like, this <sighs> dude's about to die. So frustrating. And the pill bottle's right there to help him. That was... And it seemed like they went out of their way to make to it look... To frustrate you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, they put the pill bottle in plain sight. It was like, nah, she ain't gonna grab it. You're gonna get pissed off. I was like, yeah, I was pissed off. Because it's literally right there. Broad daylight. And then... The stupidest fucking scene in this movie. That almost made me turn it off, but I knew it was so close to the end that I just had to finish it. Was when she put the box on the floor, kicked it over to the sofa, and was like, get in the box. Yeah. And they kept pushing the box back and forth, like playing hockey yeah. with it. What, what the fuck doing? was that? So she's like, get in the box, and like kicking it, and screaming it, and crying, and... And, and the sofa is just like smacking it back with the footrest thing. And it was like, no. Like, what the f This fucking sofa talks now? Yeah, since when could he talk? What the fuck is going on? It looks like that they, they're just trying to wrap up the movie. Yeah. And like they're just looking for the most convoluted bullshit thing to throw in. And it was just a struggle of, like, moving the box two inches yeah. towards each other. Like, that was like the what stupidest, are we doing, guys? That was the stupidest scene in this whole movie. But she, like, gets frustrated. Starts dumping the gas on the chair and herself and, like... Yeah, on the, herself. On herself part seemed completely unnecessary. That you could have just so dumped the dumb. gas on the chair. Why would you dump it on yourself? But then she gets the matches and strikes it and, like, holds it out. He's like, I'm going to do it. Okay, the first one makes sense. Okay, so he blows it out. The fucking sofa. Blo has wind. Somehow has blew out the match. Lungs. Yeah. 
Can you explain that to me? No. I can't explain it. So the sofa blows out the match. And then she strikes another one. He blows it out again because she held it out there. Then the third one held it out, blew it out. Fourth one held it out, blew it out. And I think she did a fifth one. And she held it out. And he blew it out. I think five whole fucking times. I know four for sure. But I'm pretty sure it was five. Why didn't she just light it? Boom. Why didn't she just fucking throw it? Why did she keep holding it out there for him to blow it out? So dumb. She was dumb. Like, it was... It, they obviously took one one shot of him, of the couch, blowing it out. And just kept repeating, like, looping it. Like, every yeah. time she would strike yeah. the match, it was the same scene. Just... <gasps> <laughs> like, it was the same scene. Over and over again. Like, five times. And it just I just don't understand why she didn't just toss the match just fucking throw it and oh yeah they apparently I accidentally skipped it was that the girl detective grape was in Ralph's house which is apparently right across the street from Francesca's mm -hmm. they saw he's been recording her for a long time and saw that the, the sofa was moving and whatnot and saw through the telescope the telescope was looking at her house and shit right across the street mind yeah. you so the sofa stands up and yeah. is about to kill yeah. Francesca or whatever fucking gravy comes pouring in fucking shoots her in the head I want you to explain how gravy got there before grape when Grape was across the fucking street at Ralph's house. Yeah, I don't know. And he was all the way at the fucking police station. Dilly dallying. Apparently. When she knew she was gonna die. Yeah. And she as soon as she saw the sofa they she saw the sofa move in the video almost the exact same time in the movie that Gravy was told that he cut off his legs to get stuffed in the sofa. So he freaked out and ran. And they left at like the same time. How did the person across the street go slower than the dude who was like far away in the police Nothing station? Nothing about this movie makes sense. So, I don't so know Gravy that. busts in and shoots the fucking sofa in the face. Yeah. Okay. And then somehow the top pops off. I don't remember how that happened. And like there was just a dude underneath. And shoots him in the forehead. There was just a dude in the sofa. Or in the recliner. Yeah. That's that was the yeah. that was the thing. So he kills him. Whoop de doo. Anticlimactic. Whatever. And then Grape is sitting at her desk at the whatever. And the coroner or whatever calls her and was like, Hey, this body's been dead for weeks. So yeah. apparently the guy weeks. in the in the recliner has been dead for weeks and the Dibbic spirit latched onto a corpse inside the sofa and used the sofa as as a soul yeah. conduit or something i don't know i don't it doesn't make sense to me but whatever and then after this whole thing is done she goes into the bathroom and like the spirit takes her over or something i guess i don't know where the spirit came from yeah but Francesca gets taken over by the spirit and like 
she calls Gravy over for a date or something. And... Oh, I'm just so confused. You know, like, she turned back into a bad actress. Yeah. She, she was went back. really bad at the end. Gravy was okay. And she knocks him out with the tea and the oleander. And then the sofa trades souls with uh, Gravy or whatever and takes over the body. And then, like, they kill Grape for some reason. Yeah. And then Maxie sees them kill Grape. And I just don't know what the hell happened. It's a whole fiasco. And, like, Francesca and Gravy, now possessed by spirits, like, run off and, like... Oh, I skipped something I wanted to talk about, but... Maxie's just, like, there. Uh-huh. For what reason? Who knows? And what happened? Did nothing happen to Maxie then? God, I don't even remember. Yeah, I didn't think so. I skipped over the fact that Maxie got out of the garbage can and, like, walked it back into the apartment and, like, the person, the crime scene person just, like, walked right past her. Fucking glass sticking out of her forehead. Yeah, no biggie. I wrote down, everyone just ignore the ignored the glass in Maxie's head like Francesca gets up oh Maxie you're okay and runs over and hugs her like not to mention the glass in her forehead yeah not at all Gravy and Grape don't acknowledge it none of the crime scene people like she's just fine just has you know glass in her forehead that's fine yeah it's fine she's normal she's here she's fine and, like, she goes to the hospital, gets it taken out, and has a bandage. Yeah. Like that, you no know. biggie. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. And, yeah, like, something... Oh, yeah, after they leave, she goes back up into the... Maxie goes into the apartment, like, to see Grape dead there on the uh -huh. floor. But then, like, she's, like, looking into the buttons of the sofa. And there's just something in there. I don't know what the thing was in there. Do you know? Me either. So, yeah, that was just confusing. The most, last ten most minutes. Most parts about this were confusing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What did you write this movie? I didn't even give it a rating. I'm just so confused. I give it a Three? two. I give it a two. Yeah. It's it's higher than it's it should be. It's pretty low. That was a bad movie. It was pretty bad. Movie-wise, it was better than Death Curse of Tartu or whatever. Because that movie was just I bad mean, I in will all say aspects. It's, it's, uh, what's the word? Unique? I guess. But, like, Rubber already did it, and it was I stupid. It was stupid. But, like, I don't know. Somehow it beat Rubber for me. There we go. Finally! Finally. <laughs> So I got somehow fear facts for this movie. Okay, let's go. There was one chair used in this whole movie. Nice. And like they had to cut out some some scenes that they wanted to do to save the like suede on the chair and stuff. Oh my god. They wanted to do like an exorcist style puking blood scene out of the yeah. the chair, but they couldn't because they didn't want to ruin the chair because yeah. they only bought one. And. There was one scene where the chair was supposed to jump off the balcony and land onto somebody and smash them against the car. 
and kill him. Yeah. But they couldn't because they... They didn't want to ruin the chair. Yeah. That checks out. Uh, there's a chair with fangs on the cover. Uh-huh. And on, like, the DVD case or whatever. But it never appears in the movie. Oh. Yeah. It was just on the cover. Okay. They just... In the poster and shit. But it never appeared with fangs in the movie, so... Interesting. So, this is the by far the most confusing plot or part of this movie, mm-hmm. and it has to do with the title. Not only is it not a sofa, uh, it's a recliner, but the first title was supposed to be My Lover, My Lazy Boy. Oh my god, okay. Which is better than Killer Sofa, in my opinion. But they were worried they were going to get sued by Lazy yeah. Boy. So they didn't go with that. So they took a Stephen King-esque title and called it The Furnishing. Which is infinitely better than Killer Sofa. Yeah, I agree. And they ended up landing on Killer Sofa. Should have stuck with The Furnishing, because that's definitely better. I like that one. Would have sounded scarier. I don't know how you went from My Lover, My Lazy Boy to The Furnishing. And it was like, oh, Killer Sofa. That's good. That's a good one. It's not even a sofa. Killer recliner. Killer recliner. And then for my final, the chair that they bought costed $100 in New Zealand money. Okay. $64 in USA. Wow. That's all my fear facts. So the only interesting ones out of the seven that they had. Okay. Yeah, so that movie wasn't a good one. You should still watch it. It's free on Tubi. It's free on Tubi. I still rented it on YouTube because the ads pissed me off after a little bit. Oh, okay, nah. I can sit with the ads. Nope. Hate ads. So I just rented it. But, yeah. That was a bad movie. If you want to watch it just to know what we're talking about, by do all it. means. But do it at your own risk because it's dumb. Just do it, guys. <laughs> just do it, guys. So, go ahead and read our next question. If I can grab the card. This 2000 film is about two sisters named Ginger and Bridget who struggle with the idea that one of them is a werewolf. So go ahead and answer that question on the Facebooks. The Jujules. The Jujules. Don't Jujule it. Don't Jujule it. And, uh, yeah, so if you know the answer, you know, answer on the Facebook. Our next movie is one of my more favorite ones, Disturbia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeoufy. Uh, or Shia LaBeef, as Shia LaBeef. Michael Scott says. <laughs> uh, it is a... Re, uh, it's like... Ba- I don't really know how to describe it because it's... You take Alfred Hitchcock's rear window uh-huh. and it's like... It's like... A similar movie like it has the same story and premise and whatnot but it's like based on the on Alfred Hitchcock's rear window but I love it a lot Shia LaBeouf is a really great actor in my opinion and uh, the neighbor is one of the guards from Green Mile 
He's a really good actor. I like him a lot. But, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week with that. Thanks for listening and still listening for whoever's yes. listening right now. <laughs> thank you so much, and thanks for listening to this one. Yeah, because this one was a rough one. It was a toughie. But we will catch you next week with Disturbia. Disturbia. Catch you later.